Well, hey, viewers, it's Kevin Stevenson. You're with me on I Don't Care with, yeah, me, Kevin Stevenson. I uh, <laughs> hope you're having a great day. Uh, you know, we've got a really interesting topic today. Uh, you know, direct contracting between employers and health systems is becoming a, a real growing trend here. And, you know, a lot of employers are already self-insured, but they're still experiencing, you know, unsustainable price increases for their, from their traditional health plan partners. And so I've got a couple of guests on today. You know, they work together a lot trying to figure this out. So uh, please welcome Michelle Zettergren, who is the president of Brighton Health Plan Solutions, and Nick Stefanizzi. Am I right, Nick? Was I close? Pretty close. Okay. Uh, he's the CEO of Northwell Direct, which is a business unit of uh, New York's largest private employer, Northwell Health. So, Nick, Michelle, welcome to I Don't Care. Thank you. So, Thank so you. guys, Pleasure to be here. it's great to have you guys on. So, so talk a little bit uh, for my for my viewers' perspective. You know, tell us a little bit about direct contracting and how that works. Yeah, so I'm happy to jump in here, Michelle, and then uh, would love for you to to help as well. Um, I mean, to me, it it boils down to the ability of employers to partner directly with uh, the organizations that are providing the care for their employees without an intermediary sitting between the two. Mm -hmm. And the ability through that relationship, uh, not only to save money, which is important, uh, don't get me wrong, but also to ensure access to high quality, curated programs that are tailored to the needs of their workforce uh, that are going to produce better outcomes and a better experience for their employees. That to me is where you really sort of hit the trifecta uh, from a direct contracting, direct to employer solution. You get uh, cost savings, quality, and a better experience for your employees. Okay. So Michelle, how do you guys help, uh, help people like Nick do that? Uh, well, we work uh, directly with employers um, who are looking for innovative solutions and looking for opportunities to collaborate and partner with integrated delivery systems. Um, we bring the parties together and we help do the administration behind the scenes to make it all happen. So where Nick and his team are delivering um, health care and delivering all of the uh, medical care that's necessary mm -hmm. for the patients, we're supporting them with uh, clean processing, customer service, ID cards, technology, uh, benefit grids. I mean, all of the administrative functions that you would think of behind the scenes. And mm -hmm. all of that is able to sit on our technology platform, which really allows for some strong transparency for both the employer as well as their members. Okay. Okay. So, so why is it such a good strategy for both employers and health systems? Well, it's a, it's a great strategy because it you are able to take health systems, these integrated delivery systems that really have perfected integrated care for their patients and partner them with employers that are looking for cost-saving opportunities for their health benefits, as well as an opportunity to improve the quality of care that their employees are receiving, as well as really focusing on their total care from a wellness perspective and so forth. Quite frankly, it removes the middleman 
um, which are the traditional carriers that mm -hmm. deliver fragmented care. And we know that patients and employees are unhappy in these fragmented delivery care systems. There's low patient satisfaction. They're, they don't know how to navigate it. And it really allows an employer to partner directly with a health system to deliver a much better delivery mm -hmm. care system for their employees. Okay. So, so Ms. Kevin, I apologize. Yeah, Just ahead. to add one more point on that. The other thing that it does, uh, this type of arrangement, is it puts the focus back on the patient and the provider relationship and puts that back at the center of what we're trying to accomplish uh, without an insurance carrier sitting in the middle of that so that judgments are made based on what the clinical needs of that patient what's gonna get them the best outcome and not around how are we gonna get the highest return on the dollar to our shareholders? Yeah. Well, you know, here at my hospital here in Central Texas, we're, we're in the director employer space as well. And so we found that it's a real two-way conversation. So Nick, you know, talk a little bit about how, you know, your, your relationships with employers has caused you to make some changes maybe in some program offerings. Yeah, I mean, the nice thing about this is as a provider organization and Northwell as the uh, not only largest health system in New York, but the largest employer mm -hmm. in the state of New York, who's been self-funded for some time, uh, we've had some experience uh, in this space. Yeah. And we've actually, uh, what we are offering out to other employers our programs, infrastructure, and clinical capability that we've already been leveraging uh, for our own workforce, for their improvement of their own uh, mm -hmm. health outcomes for many years. Uh, and we've seen the impact that they can have uh, from a clinical quality and a financial perspective. Uh, that's everything from the health and wellness programs, the wellness challenges that mm -hmm. we've rolled out for our workforce, to how we roll out disease-specific care management programs. Um, so we've really taken the experience we've built as an employer ourselves and as the largest provider in the region, uh, and that's what we're offering uh, out into the market. And I think we feel like we have a perspective on these things that's valid as a Fortune 100 rated best place to work two years in a row, number 19 this year, and a big driver of that success and our high levels of engagement have been the investments that we've made in health and well-being programs for Northwell's own workforce. Yeah, how large is your workforce, uh, if I may ask? Northwell Health has seventy-five thousand strong here in New York. Okay, okay, so 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 you you've had you you definitely have the bandwidth to, to be able to uh, to test out a number of different things. So so you know I got to ask the question: How has COVID impacted this kind of director employer relationship. Michelle, you're nodding your head. I'll, I'll go to you first. <laughs> well, it's interesting. And uh, Nick can share a little bit more on this. Um, Northwell, as an example, has really partnered with a number of employers. I mean, if anything, this pandemic showed that, you know, there was an opportunity where employers were reaching out directly to health systems to be able mm -hmm. to address the needs, especially of their essential workforce. They were still coming to work every day. And, you know, they needed, you know, vaccinations and COVID tests and, you know, various screenings and so forth, which Northwell was able to offer, many of which were on site for um, these employers who had essential employees in place. 
you know, the other piece of this is that, you know, some of these employers with essential employees were hit very hard with COVID. And they actually, mm -hmm. as opposed to seeing a decrease in overall utilization, they still saw an increase in cost because of some of the expense associated, mm -hmm. you know, with the services required for some very sick people who had COVID. So as a result, um, these employers now have these new direct relationships with Northwell where they were able to provide services during this pandemic and they've established relationships. And they're also now looking at opportunities to reduce their cost over time and address what their concerns are with their employees who have not gone for the care that they needed during this time frame for the pandemic. So there's a big push of, you know, looking at how we can partner and how they can partner directly with Northwell to encourage that care to take place. Yeah, you know, we're here in Central Texas, we're not as sophisticated as you guys are in New York. And so direct to employer is still relatively new for us. And I'll be honest with you, you touched on, on something that, that we didn't really think of in the beginning, but but we figured it out pretty quickly. It, it was when the employers uh, started contacting us about what do we do uh, right. around, you know, testing or, uh, you know, trying to help them set their workplaces up. And so that was a huge end for us. Uh, particularly in school districts here in, in Central Texas. That was a, because, you know, obviously essential workers and, and many of our schools uh, tried to trudge on in person, uh, you know, and, and also use the hybrid model. And so that gave us a real entree into, into those uh, districts and other employers. And, you know, I hate to say there was a positive, you know, benefit from COVID, but that actually was for us in the DTE space. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, we certainly saw uh, something similar here in New York. And I think just like the public uh, was grappling with what does this all mean and how do they how do they cope with it as the situation seemed to change day to day, mm -hmm. businesses were struggling with the same questions, whether it was a school, whether it was somebody in financial services, for-profit, not-for-profit, uh, we absolutely saw a need and interest uh, here in the New York metro area. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I like to try to look for silver linings in, in the COVID experience of the last two years. And certainly, I think some of the unique partnerships that we saw uh, and a real coming together of community mm -hmm. uh, in employers uh, was one of the great silver linings. And, you know, when before did you see healthcare organizations partnering with real estate developers and airline carriers? I mean, it just, it created opportunities for us to bring an expertise uh, to these employers like JetBlue, like RxR Realty here in New York, uh, to bring our clinical expertise to the table, help them make decisions that were informed by the latest science, and also to provide services that were critical to their workforce, the safety of their workforce, and ultimately we believe would help uh, not just health and safety, but the economic recovery of right. New York, which obviously took a, a significant hit. So for us, uh, we were really proud of the work we got to do with employers uh, and, and of the opportunity that it created. But the other thing I, I just wanna say, connecting back to what we were talking in terms of direct contracting, you know, what I think has been especially interesting is, look, the trend lines have been moving in the wrong direction for a number of years on the cost of employee benefits, on the annual renewals and increases that are provided by the traditional carriers. Uh, I think 
Uh, and, and certainly what we see, and I think Michelle would agree with me, uh, leaders of the HR function, leaders of the finance function, they're tired of it. Uh, they're tired of those trend lines. And the business and financial disruption and uncertainty that COVID created over the last two years has only exacerbated that frustration. And what I think has happened is employers are now saying, you know what, we're willing to look at a different way. Uh, we're yeah. willing to look at these unique new models that not only will uh, will help us save money and control costs, but that are grounded in a foundation of health, safety, and well-being. And so, again, trying to find silver linings, I think there's been awakening to there is a different way to get at this problem. Yeah, I would agree. I, and I, I think, and I think patients feel the same way, Nick. I'm sure you would agree. I mean, you know, the reality of, you know, having access to virtual care with their providers, you know, during mm -hmm. the pandemic and being able to receive information directly from their doctors. I mean, it really looked at that patient relationship with their provider as well, too. And to Nick's earlier point, how important that relationship was um, for them to be able to access and receive care mm -hmm. and have their care monitored during a time that none of us had ever experienced before and, you know, weren't able to be in person like we normally were. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, and I agree with you guys that, that patients are, are, are growing weary of having and oftentimes a non-clinician uh, directing their care. Right. And so I think the, the employers that, that have embraced the, the direct, uh, the direct contracting, are seeing a, a great deal of employee satisfaction because of yes. that. So, you know, I, I think that that's something that we all have got to continue to look at. Um, yeah, you brought up another great point is, is the fact that that oftentimes this, this allows more flexibility in care. Uh, because again, you know, in, in the state of Texas, we've had some pretty oppressive telemedicine rules up until the last few years. And, and so now, you know, there are, those rules relaxed a little bit, and then COVID, of course, allowed those to relax even more. And, and as you said, you know, younger populations are looking at convenience, and they're looking at, hey, I'd like to just pull out my device, talk to a provider, and, and get a prescription or whatever as soon as possible. And so the flexibility that this presents is tremendous. So, so hey, Nick, are you, are you guys in, in some of your uh, uh, in some of your relationships, or are you putting like on-site clinics, I would imagine, and things like that, basically? Yeah, it, the other good thing about this, too, is you can do, you can tailor make these to whatever uh, the relationship calls for. Yeah, I mean, what we like to say is we can meet employers where they are, where they are. Uh, and every employer is different. Every workforce is different, the culture of every organization. And so what we try to do is figure out where are they in their uh, health and well-being journey, and how can we best serve them and meet their needs? Mm -hmm. uh, so on the one hand, we do have a direct uh, contracting solution that can serve as a full replacement for their traditional carrier. Uh, but we also, on that side of the business, are willing to entertain a side-by-side -side choice or a sliced offering for a particular okay. population. Again, trying to meet them uh, at a place that is consistent with their culture and their team member philosophy. Mm -hmm. The other side of our business, though, Kevin, to your point, uh, is what we call our at-work services, essentially uh, services that we can deliver in the office or virtually, which is obviously, to your point, over the last two years become mm -hmm. a lot more important. That could be anything from a telemedicine consultation to a flu shot campaign 
to a full-blown uh, health and wellness center on site at an employer where it made sense. Uh, the nice thing is uh, I view both sides of our business as complementary to one another. Uh, and uh, an on-site health access center is certainly going to help to augment and support the work that we would be doing uh, from, a, from a network replacement direct contracting strategy. So uh, from our perspective, it's a real advantage. And we don't see many players in the market, Kevin, with the breadth of services that we've brought to bear uh, and to the table for these employers. Well, yeah, it obviously behooves you to focus a lot on preventative care, certainly. And uh, yeah, yeah, that that's an aspect that that again, more employers are looking for. You know, whatever it takes to to reduce their their overall costs, uh, and prevention is certainly certainly key to that. All right, have you gone as far as to, do you have any like wellness centers on site? You know, exercise facilities, anything like that? So we run today uh, a, an on-site health access center uh, for a large uh, uh, academic and clinical uh, research laboratory organization uh, on Long Island. Um, and so we've been caring uh, for their employees and their families, many of whom live on campus uh, for a number of years. And I, I have to tell you, it is a benefit that they have really come uh, to enjoy and appreciate, particularly given that they have a large international population sure. uh, that's accessing U.S. healthcare uh, for the first time. And so we've been able to bring that uh, right to their front door. But the other point I just want to make on this, uh, uh, Kevin, is, you know, I think you're hitting on something that's fundamentally important. And I've said this before, but to me, uh, you know, if you think about organizations and how they tried to attract talent for many years, uh, or at least five, 10 years ago, uh, the thing that was all the rage were the beer pong, uh, the beer the beer taps and the ping pong tables yes. uh, in the office. And to me, uh, what's come out of COVID is those days are over. And mm -hmm. to me, the employers that are gonna win the war for talent are the ones that are seen being made uh, as making investments in health, well-being, safety, and resiliency of their workforce. That's what people are looking for. That's what people have uh, woken up to as a result of COVID. Yeah. yeah the yeah, only, the only thing, uh, Kevin, I would add that I think is important to think about in these relationships is that all of these programs that you know Northwell is 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 talking about and make available to employers and to their employees. Um, are programs that are wildly more successful because it improves the relationship and it supports the relationship directly between the patient and the provider. Mm -hmm. When you look at traditional programs from a carrier who's coming from oftentimes a non-medical professional, somebody who doesn't have established relationship with the patient, it really doesn't have, this, have the same level of patient satisfaction or engagement or even adherence um, to the programs that are available. And lastly, when you're working in a traditional setting, the carriers don't make the data available to the employers or the providers mm -hmm. for these programs to be successful. They're phenomenal programs. And what's really cool about what we're doing here is that the data is the employer's data. It's available. It's transparent. Mm -hmm. Northwell Direct has access to that data to be able to take that and make it actionable so that their programs are successful. And at the end of the day, the patient is hearing directly 
directly from their provider. And the level of adherence is going to be so much higher, the satisfaction so yeah. much higher, and it improves the outcome of overall. I totally agree with that. So, so finally, let's, you know, Michelle, if you would address, you know, where do you see the, the, the market interest and market demand for director employee? Where do you see that going? I believe this is the future. I very much believe this is the future. We are really excited to partner with um, Northwell Direct in the marketplace. Uh, we're having a lot of conversations with all size employers about this. Employers are frustrated, they're aggravated, they've had it. They're, they're looking for innovation, they're looking for solutions. They're looking for an opportunity to have a seat at the table and be able to work and partner directly with the health systems. Um, we believe this is what the future is gonna look like. We don't believe that the traditional models are sustainable, and we don't believe that the traditional models um, deliver the best care. These integrated delivery systems, such as Northwell, have created a model which is it just delivers a much higher quality of care for um, the patients and for employers and their employees. And we very much believe that this is going to be the way of the future. Okay, very good. Well, I really enjoy this because this is incredibly topical for, for me here in Central Texas and for what we're doing at my hospital. But it, I, a little birdie told me that you guys uh, just uh, had a uh, a big announcement. Am I right? Uh, somebody want to talk about that? Uh, you know, I hope I'm not overstepping. No, uh, absolutely not. Very uh, one, Michelle. That answer uh, that you just gave is exactly why uh, this partnership uh, works. Uh, we could not be more aligned strategically on where things are going. But uh, yes, uh, we were very excited to announce uh, that effective. Uh, 1122, uh, Northwell Health will be moving uh, all of their employees uh, to the Northwell Direct Network administered by Brighton Health Plan Solutions. And uh, to me, it just speaks so much to the confidence that the health system has, number one, in the strategy, uh, but number two, in the quality and experience and savings. Uh, that this type of arrangement can deliver and that this partnership uh, has the potential to deliver for other employers. And so really excited. It's gone incredibly well. Uh, the team at Brighton are, are terrific partners and just really excited to uh, get going uh, come one one twenty two. That's tremendous. Michelle, uh, you're smiling about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, any, any other comments? No, we're thrilled. We're thrilled, uh, thrilled to be able to uh, bring this to the market. And I think, you know, the most important thing is for employers to know it doesn't matter what their size of the employer is. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity that's available for all self-funded employers. And uh, Northwell is more than happy to partner with all employers in our area to uh, be able to offer them this same opportunity. Well, that's tremendous. Guys, it's been a pleasure today. Uh, Michelle Zettergren of uh, Brighton Health Plan Solutions and Nick Stefanizzi from uh, uh, Northwell Direct. Thanks so much for being on I Don't Care with me today. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, so viewers, listeners, uh, however you're taking this in, uh, we just wrapped up yet another episode. And so we're happy to, that you joined us. Uh, you know how to find us. Uh, I Don't Care with Kevin Stevenson on MarketScale Radio, uh, MarketScale.com. I'm also on Spotify and iTunes, and I'll close this one like I always do. If you haven't subscribed to I Don't Care with Kevin Stevenson by now, 
why not? So with that, we'll talk to you next week. Take care.